Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 84 of Better Regulate Than Never. I find it ironic that this episode comes two days after the Christian Easter season. I have celebrated Easter my whole life, even when I wasn't feeling very religious. I wanted to share my thoughts about spirituality today because this concept is so important in having good mental health. But it doesn't have to be connected to a religion. I never understood that for most of my life, so I wanted to help you see the difference. Many young people that I work with are not interested in spirituality because they think it is connected to religion. Some religions and religious practices have excluded and hurt the young people that I work with, and so they think that any talk of spirituality means that they need to take on those religious beliefs and practices as truth for them. I want to share with you what I think spirituality is and my journey to this discovery. Here are some definitions of spirituality that I like. Spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or sense or belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are all part of is cosmic or divine in nature. Spirituality means knowing that our lives have significance in a context beyond a mundane, everyday existence. It means knowing that we are a significant part of a purposeful unfolding of life in our universe. For most of my life, I have been on a journey to figure out spirituality. I grew up in a small Baptist church, and we attended church every Sunday. We didn't talk a lot about our faith throughout the week, but if anything controversial did come up, there was a mention that the topic might not be acceptable to God, or we should read the Bible to find an answer. I tried to read the Bible, but as a child, I couldn't make sense of it. I remember spending a lot of time thinking about what a bad person I was. I remember having nightmares about going to hell. As I got older and was exposed to different ideas or readings, I would question my parents about what I was hearing in church and what my heart was wondering about. These wonderings seemed to be the opposite most times, so I was just curious. They just said that what the church and the Bible said was true, and anything other than that was not good or true. I decided when I moved away from home that I didn't want to be involved with church. I didn't like all the unanswered questions, and I couldn't seem to find any way to get the answers. When it came to getting married, I wanted to get married in a church because I didn't know there was any other way to get married, truthfully. I lived with my fiancé, and I decided to find a church to get married in. We lived in a small town that had about 14 churches. The popular one was right across the street from our house, so I started with that one. I went over to talk to the pastor about my plans. He said he would have to talk to the elders and get back to us. When he made an appointment to discuss this with us, he said, Our church cannot marry you because you live in sin. I realized this church was like all the others, or at least I thought that. I'm surprised I even tried again, but my fiancé's grandmother went to a different church in town, so I went to see what they said. 
This pastor said, God celebrates all love. We would be glad to marry you here. I immediately thought, this is a church I think I can attend. And I did for 20 years. I found people in that church that thought the same way I did. I was so glad to be able to love God and Jesus and not have to give up ideas that were important to me. This church was involved in social justice issues, and that really spoke to me. I will always be grateful that this church welcomed us because I know that that is why I still care about God and Jesus. But there were still things that were not aligned. I just decided for those years that I would just take and believe the parts that filled me up and give me peace, and I would just not worry about the parts that were hurtful and upsetting to me. Then I moved to another small town and joined the same denomination's church there. I loved that church for the community and the love that was shown to us, and I always will. But there were still issues I couldn't reconcile with myself. I started looking for authors and speakers that I could relate to, and for the first time in my life, I read and listened to a book that spoke to my soul. Rachel Held Evans was the author. I'm going to put a link to her book in the show notes. She has more, which are equally good. I am so sorry that I found her so late because she died in 2019, just when I was going to find a way to meet her. She wrote a book in 2015 entitled Searching for Sunday, Loving, Leaving, and Finding the Church. Here is a quote from that book that I will never forget. And this is her speaking to a church group about why people were leaving the church. I told them we're tired of the cultural wars, tired of Christianity being entangled with party politics and power. Millennials want to be known by what we're for. I said, not just what we're against. We don't want to choose between science and religion or between our intellectual integrity and our faith. Instead, we long for our churches to be safe places to doubt, to ask questions, and to tell the truth, even when it's uncomfortable. We want to talk about the tough stuff, biblical interpretation, religious pluralism, sexuality, racial reconciliation, and social justice, but without predetermined conclusions or simplistic answers. We want to bring our whole selves through the church doors without leaving our hearts and minds behind, without wearing a mask. I explained that our gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender friends aren't welcome at the table. And if they aren't welcome, then we don't feel welcome either and that not every young adult gets married or has children. So we need to stop building our churches around categories and start building them around people. Mm. When I read this, I had such a sense of relief that I could love God and Jesus and not feel that I was a bad person for wanting to include everyone and could disagree with things that the church was saying, and it didn't make me a heretic or some sort of false person. Another amazing author that has also passed away was Houston Smith. I will also put a link to one of his books in the show notes. He became a Methodist minister with the intention of becoming a missionary like his parents. But instead of spreading his religion around the world, he found his true calling by traveling the world studying different religions, including Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, Confucianism, and Hinduism. 
When Houston Smith was asked what he learned from his immersions in these religions, he said, We are in good hands. He also said, My body was born into and baptized in the Methodist Church, and it will be buried in the Methodist Church. Meanwhile, I have a soul, and my soul cannot be confined to any human institution. I just tell you all of this because I want you to be open to the idea that spirituality is very important in our mental health, but I want you to see it as a quest and a journey that will take you your whole lifetime. It is searching and finding meaning over and over again in your life. It is connecting to other humans in the world and loving them with your whole heart, all of them. It is having gratitude for all the things that are amazing in your life and being heartbroken when things happen to you or others that don't make sense. It is realizing that we are all created equal and are loved by a power higher than us and a power that we all equally have inside ourselves. I want you to be able to take that with you in good and bad times and don't connect it to things that are hurtful and traumatizing because I don't think it was ever meant to be that way. I choose Christianity because it still speaks to me with love And I believe that there is a way for me to be a Christian and not hurt others with it. I want to go to church because I love the relationship I have with others. And I think spirituality connects us in relationships. I want you to find a way to connect yourself with others and something greater than yourself, however you want to, and know that it is okay. There is nothing wrong with you because you question it and that there are others out there who love the way that you do. Everyone has an inner knowing and you just need to listen to yours. Here is a quote from Rumi. There is a candle in your heart ready to be kindled. There is a void in your soul ready to be filled. You feel it, don't you? Rumi was a great Sufi mystic and poet. He widely influenced mystical thought and literature throughout the Muslim world in the 1200s. Think about that candle in your heart that is ready to be lit. What is the void telling you? Feel free to explore and see where it takes you. I am so glad that I have given myself permission to examine teachings and my heart and come up with my version of spirituality that makes my heart sing. I want the same for you. If you want to explore this concept or anything else that you want to work on in your life, find me on social media at Better Regulate Than Never, or go to my website at betterregulatethannevereoneword.com. I would love to give you a safe space to look at everything you are thinking and decide your next steps. This will be something that will, that you will work on for years, but I wish I would have known a long time ago that I wasn't a bad person for questioning all of this. I hope you have an amazing week. Talk to you soon.